guys, in this video, I'm gonna walk you through adding notifications to your Rails app using the Notice Gem. This is a gem that I created recently, kind of based off of some things that I've seen around, like Laravel's notifications, some what Basecamp is doing, and what some of the other gems are doing as well. So Notice is really easy to add, but basically it's designed so that you create notification classes and you tell them all the different options that they're allowed to deliver with. So that comes down to things like databases, emails, action cable, WebSockets, um, Slack, Twilio, um, Vonage, SMS, anything you can imagine, you can build a delivery method for it and then add that to your notifications. So very simply, you'll want to bundle add notice to uh, add it to your gem file. Then you can add the database model. This will generate an active record notification model for you and include the functionality from notice um, and allow you to extend it and add things. Like if you want to make your notifications multi-tenant, you can do that, which is cool. And then you can go ahead and generate notifications. So I've got an application here with a notification created, and I wanted to walk you through the notification and how to use it. Now, first off, I wanna talk about how to send notifications because this will inform some of the customization for you. First off, you got your class that is defined under app notifications. Um, ours is called new comment, uh, dot RB. So inside of here, we have our class new comment, and you call it very similar to your action mailer emails. You say with, you give it some params. Those are available inside of your uh, comment class as params. And then you can call deliver later. And the cool thing is you can either give it a single user or multiple users, and it will trigger background jobs to deliver all of those accordingly. Of course, if you want to deliver them immediately, you can call deliver instead of deliver later, and that will send them in line. Now, the class where you define your comment um, notification uh, in this example is where all of the real magic is happening on how it gets routed. So first off, you add your delivery methods. The database one's a little bit special. Normally, you're going to be adding notifications to your database so that they can be rendered in the nav bar or on a special notifications page. Um, most of the time when you do them to your database, you also wanna let the user know via email, SMS, um, Slack, maybe you want a browser notification, um, and it's as simple as saying deliver by and the name of your delivery method. So in this example, we could add action cable support by just saying deliver by action cable. Now, each of the methods generally has a format option where you can say to a action cable, for example, and then you can say def to action cable and define a hash here that you want sent over action cable to override the built-in format. It's as easy as that. We have an example here for the database version, and we can simply add an account into the default params. So by default, it's going to write these database attributes that we return from this method. So we're gonna write the class name as uh, the type, the params to the params, um, column. That column is serialized using the active job serializer, so it can store pretty much anything in there um, and pull it back out as long as it's got, you know, global ID support or anything like that. And then we can also add in something like this where we can add the account if you want to make your notifications multi-tenant and separate them out by tenants, which is pretty neat.
So then um, we can add requirements. So our params uh, can be flexible, but if we want to require certain params, very similar to strong validations, you can say, hey, uh, this is a param that's required, the post param, and this will throw an error if you call deliver or deliver later when post is nil. So if you left that out for some reason and just sent with and it was empty, it would throw an error of validation error. Now another cool thing is that you will pretty much always want a message and a URL for your notifications. Um, so we built helpers in the example and this helper here is using the I18N translation helper so that it can translate the string and if you prepend your key with a period, it's going to look in the notifications um, dot notification name dot whatever your uh, key is. So this will look for a translation called en dot notifications dot new comment and this piece comes from the class name. It's converted to the underscored version and then it would look for the message key. So this is really really handy for scoping those out accordingly in your um, translation files. Then the URL is also another thing I want to mention. This uh, links to the post path. We want that to be singular actually. And all of your URL helpers are available to you in these classes as well. Um, we wanted to make this feel like you were in a controller or someplace in Rails that was uh, you know, pretty standard. And so we've included all those things to make these really easy to write so you can get exactly the data that you need to send out your notifications. Now, all of this is important to say because your notification formats are different. If you're writing it to the database, you just want to store the stuff in there. But if you're sending an email, you need to generate a subject, a body. You might have other, um, you know, CCs or other things. Maybe you want attachments or something. There's a lot of extra information that you might want um, in different cases. And so that's why we've made it easy to customize the formats for those. So all you have to do is dive into your application and call um, new comment and deliver a notification. So let's take a look at adding a notification in our application. So we've got a user model and we wanna make sure that we have as many no notifications as recipient on it. So that way our user can retrieve those notifications. The notification app model is added directly to our app when we run the generator. And that's gonna use this include notice model to add all the functionality to it. So we can improve that as we update the gem automatically for you, but you can still extend this if you wanna say it belongs to account or something to add multi-tenancy with like the access tenant gem. So you could add this kind of stuff to your notification model and it's not gonna affect how the gem works, which is great. So let's go to our uh, terminal. Let's open up the Rails console and let's try and send a new comment notification. Now we wanna call with, but let's say we passed in no attributes here and try and deliver that to the last user. If we do that, we're gonna get a noticed validation error that our post attribute was missing, our post param was missing. So we can then know that our validations worked and we can say post is whatever. Now you, if you had a post model, could actually pass in an instance here of that. If it is 
uh, serializable using global ID, it will be serialized and saved to the database, which is awesome. It makes this really, really easy to associate with a bunch of other models. But in our case, let's just say we'll write a number in here and send that over. What this is going to do is fire off the background jobs in line. Um, so you're going to see it performing and the active job stuff, but it's using perform now to run these. And it's going to insert that notification into the database. So now I want to render out those notifications and we can do that by rendering the current user dot notifications array. So on our index page for notifications, I'm rendering notifications, but if we go to the controller, uh, we'll see here that we have current user dot notifications. That's all we're doing very standard rail stuff. And if we go to the notification, notification HTML.erb, we can print out that notification message. So we have our notification database object um, as notification, and we can actually cast that to the notification instance itself. And we can call those helper methods that we defined inside of new comment. So um, this is going to actually call this method and we can use that to generate a link to. So let's use that as the title of our link and then let's use the notification to notification.url to call the URL. Now I haven't done anything fancy here, we're just going to link to the root path um, to keep this example simple, but you could link to one of your params. So now if we refresh this, we're gonna see that we get a translation missing. It's going to look for that translation, but it actually creates a link to the root path. So then we can go into our en.yaml file, and we can add a section in here, notifications, and add our new comment and message. And um, we can just say you have a new comment. And you can include other things like on post, and you can add uh, parameters into this if you want. We don't have any of those in this example, so it's going to be very simple. You have a new comment. And so this can link out to your post or whatever the comment was on. So that is how you would go and set up your database notifications and render them out. You can add them to your nav bar. And all of those other options are available to you. So you can add mailers, send them out in a very similar fashion, and you can have those available anywhere you need them to be. So that is where I'm going to uh, wrap this up. If you want notifications just completely built out automatically for you, take a look at Jumpstart Rails. I've built this specifically for that template um, so that you don't have to worry at all about building out your Rails um, views or anything. We have all the JavaScript, uh, the emails and that sort of thing just kind of ready to go for you if you want to use a pre-built template that has notifications, payments, multi-tenancy and all that ready. Uh, take a look at jumpstartrails.com. And that is it for this introduction for Notice. I hope it is um, useful. I really like the way that this turned out and hope it allows people to add notifications a million times easier to their apps as well. Uh, take a look at our GitHub if you want to keep up to date with this. We're going to be adding new features and fixing bugs and all that sort of stuff actively um, over the coming months. And if you want to support it, go ahead and sponsor the project on GitHub. That'll allow me to put more effort and time into this stuff, and that way I can pay my bills and 
you know, spend more time helping the community build awesome apps together. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you on the GitHub issues, I'm sure. See ya.